Wow. But these are just, it's good what God's doing. He's doing things among us. So let's just look at his words together. As I say, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit is a, is a theme that I'll pick up today and I'm sure going to pick up again in the weeks to come. But as we're looking at the person and the work of Jesus... Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, as we just read your word from John 14, would you even right now speak to us? Speak to us from your word. Give us hearts and minds and lives that are open to your leading and your speaking. In your precious name, amen. John 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. just want to say to you that as I've read this through a number of times this week, I felt that that might be a word for someone even here today. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The word I believe that the Lord would speak to you today is do not fear. Do not be afraid. I believe God would speak directly to some of you today. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. I want you to know that right the way through the Bible, it's so easy to read phrases and not even to notice the promises of God, the promises of Jesus. Jesus has said, I will come back. Do you hear that this morning? I'm just going to preach through this. I don't know. I'll get to my notes. I don't know. I will come back. Right? It's a promise. I will come back. And take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. Are you doubting? Are you fearing? Are you not sure what happens after I die? You know, is Jesus really going to come back? Jesus said he'll come back. Now, if you don't believe his words, we need to dig into that and think about it. But this is a promise of Jesus. I will come back and take you to be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas, good old Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you're looking to come to God today, you come to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible also tells us that is a work of his Holy Spirit. So the the Trinity are involved in that together. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip joins in. Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So that's why we encourage to look at Jesus, to come to the person of Jesus, because in Jesus is is revealed the heart of the Father. It's the heart of the Father, the life of the Father. The person of the Father is revealed in Jesus. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe? I am in the Father, the Father is in me. The words I say to you are not just my own, rather it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. So you see, Jesus is not an isolated individual. He's, he's co-related in the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are working together. So when Jesus is at work, it's the work of the Father. Believe me when I say, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe in the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth. 
Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these. I've got an exclamation mark in my Bible there. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. So there's a clue there. How could we possibly be doing what Jesus is doing and even greater? And what does that mean? Well, it's because he's going to the Father. So something is happening. These are key words. So in my Bible, the word because is underlined. Because I'm going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If you love me, you will obey my command and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor or advocate, some versions will say, to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. There's that will be again. The Spirit will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Here's a great resurrection promise. Because I live, you also will live. You could go home now and just meditate on that, to be honest. Because I live, you also will live. I'm never going to get through the notes here I've got today, but that's all right. We need to hear that today. The resur- you know, the Christian faith is utterly, utterly founded on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. See, Jesus Christ did not rise from the dead. We are to be pitied of all people. Not least of which, it's a beautiful sunny day and we could be out walking on Tennyson Down. But Jesus has risen from the dead. That's why I'm here. And because he's alive, I get to live. And I want to build and strengthen myself in God. I want to build and strengthen you so that we might go and live in the power of Jesus. Because I live, you also will live. So we're welcoming the Spirit. We're eager for the Spirit. We're longing for the Spirit. What is it? He's a Spirit of truth. And what does that Spirit of truth do? He reminds us that we're alive in Christ. That's why I need to keep coming and say, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me, fill me. Why? You're the Spirit of truth. Keep reminding me of the promises. I will come back. I'll take you to be with me where I am. And, but until I come back, be alive in me. Be full of me. On that day, you will realize, I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Wow! I am in the Father, you are in me, and I am in you. There's a little thread that keeps coming out here. Ashley's been caught, I know, by this in recent days. If you love me, you will obey my command. If anyone loves me, you will obey my teaching. So there's a call of God upon us. It's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference. If it's not making a difference, it's a question to be asked. If you love me, He'll obey my teaching. My father will love him. Listen to this. And we will come to him and make our home with him. 
So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all at home in your life if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you surrendered your life to him. All of them. So we talk about Christ in us, and it's wonderful. Christ in me, the hope of glory. But the Father and the Spirit are also in us. If you're not sure, look at these verses. Meditate on them. My Father will love him, will come to him, and we will make our home in him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I've spoken while with you, but the counselor, the advocate, the paraclete, the alongside with the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Holy Spirit, fill us so that we might have a spirit of understanding. We want to understand So we need to be full. He will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace, I leave with you. There's that word again. Do not be afraid. Peace I give with you, give to you. My peace I give to you. I I often quote this when I'm praying for myself and praying for others. I do not give you as the world gives. Our world is battling hard in all sorts of places at the moment for peace. Some are succeeding, some are not. But the peace that Jesus brings is different. It's not as the world. We need to hear that. My peace. It's a, it's a, it's a fuller peace. It's a, it's a peace of shalom. It's not just peace of mind. It's a peace of heart and life. It's assurance. It's a full peace. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. You heard me say I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you'd be glad that I'm going to the Father. For the Father is greater than I. I've told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. I'll not speak to you much longer for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me, but the world must learn that I love the Father and I do exactly what my Father has commanded me to leave. And then he says, come on now, let's leave. They must have been reeling. (laughs) All of that. Right, come on, let's go for a walk. (laughs) It's like, hold on just a minute. Ashley spoke to us last week about preparation being prepared to receive the more that God has for us I was just chatting with Paul and just saying I'm just hearing all over the country all over the nation and in other nations at the moment prayer meetings springing up all over the place churches yeah they've prayed once a month but 24 hour Four hour seven prayer rooms springing up in churches. Churches coming together to pray. Just a sense God is at work. God is at work. The Spirit's at work. We've entered this new year. There's a sense that God is, there's something happening, something stirring. You may remember on that first Sunday back in January, it's already February now. Where did that go? I spoke from Philippians chapter 3, particularly highlighting verse 13. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on to the goal, to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards. I had a birthday last week, and uh, I'm aware, especially for some of those of us who've been around the block a bit, it can become very easy to live in the past. 
we can find ourselves saying, I remember when. How many of you have said that this week even? (laughs) I remember when. Or back in 1960, 70, 80, 90. Back in 19, this happened. That happened. Now it's good. It's It's not wrong. But as I mentioned in the weekly news... I was struck by something that Pete Gregg said to us at the, uh, the All-Ireland celebration on Friday night. I'm just trying to find out if it got recorded. I'm not sure if it did. If not, we'll might gather up some of our notes between us and send out some notes. But he was quoting from Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, it's a great quote, uh, and we've heard it. Many of us will know it. I think somebody said to me this week, it's one of my favorite scriptures. But what caught my ear was the last part where he, he brought the last part, and then he said something. He said, now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And then he said this. It is possible to dwell on the past and miss the thing that God is doing today. And I was like, whoa. Because I was there in 94, sometimes referred to as the Toronto Blessing. I saw things, you saw things, some of you were there. Some of you go back way, way further back than that to Billy Graham meetings and revival meetings and other times. And, and God was at work and we can, we can look there. I can look there and say, but I just heard this prophetic voice saying, don't dwell there Do you not see what's happening now? You see, my focus can be on Brexit, God bless it and save it. My, you know, on knife crime or drug issues. Man got arrested here in cows over Christmas. He was two times over the alcohol limit and three times over the drug limit driving around cows. And I can, my eyes can be there. And God is at work. He's at work in the nation. He's at work in churches. He's at work in people's lives. And we could miss it. Oh, God, don't let me miss it. Because I'm not looking in the right place. I'm not looking with the eyes of faith. It's possible to dwell in the past and miss the thing. I mean, these disciples, they must have been bamboozled by the things that Jesus was saying to them. And you know what happens, don't you, later on, after he'd rose from the dead and so on, you get these aha moments. Oh, that's what he was talking about. And no idea. What, you know, do you remember, he was saying this, this, and then there it is now. You know, they, there were things happening right in front of their eyes. We just read John 14, 16. I will ask the Father, he'll give you another advocate, counselor, to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. And we can say, oh yeah, the world. The world. The world doesn't see him. The world doesn't know him. But brothers and sisters, I want to say this. You know, if we as believers... Followers of the Lord Jesus are not open. If we're not prepared, if we're not positioning ourselves to receive him, we too can miss the thing that he's doing today. See, if we're not careful, our position, if you like, is looking back. We're we're looking back. We're living in the past, even sometimes yearning for 
the good old days. Were they really? I don't know. But we get, you know, yearning, you know, to see that. Do you remember when this happened and that happened? And we can, our focus, as it were, and yet it's a bit like the pantomime. The Holy Spirit, the prophets of God, the Bible are all screaming and yelling, He's behind you! I know, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking down back, you know, Lord, as you did in those days, and this is what you did in my life, and you worked in this way and that, and he's going, he's behind you. He's at work. He's pushing on. The kingdom of God is advancing, and forceful men and women lay hold of it. It's like, no, no, let, let, let's just bask in what God did in the past, and I had this position, I had that role, and, and the Spirit came in this way, and he's behind you. He's at work. Forget the former things. Yes, honour the past, of course. Give thanks for the past. But move on. Press on. Take hold of the God, a goal. Take hold of the new thing that's springing up. Do you not see it? Do you not perceive it? No, Lord, don't go to the... Don't go. Why would you leave us? Where are you going? No, you mustn't go. No, I'm going to the Father because. Because. I'm going to the Father. No longer am I going to be limited in my human form to one man at one time in one place. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men, your old women will dream dreams. My spirit will come. No longer just in Jerusalem, but it will be Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Because... I'm going to the Father. No, Lord, stay here. Be limited into this place. No, I must go to other villages. No, Lord, stay here. It's nice here. It's good to stay here. No, I must go. I must go. It's the apostolic mandate. I must go. I must move. I must go forward because the Spirit will be poured out. We've got a lovely couple here just about to go to Ecuador. Just going to Ecuador. Pray for them. Bless them. Okay, but what is that mandate? And I must go, I must go, I must go. But he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. You're not going to be on your own. I'm going to send the Spirit. I'm going to send this paraclete, this alongside. He will comfort you. He won't just be an outside helper. He will be in you. Wow. I'm going to be in you. So no longer just one in one place, but all of you going. So in the workplace, I go with you in your workplace. At the school gate, I go with you to the school gate. To Ecuador, I go with you to Ecuador. To the ends of the earth. (laughs) This is fun. I have no idea. I've got three pages in. Who knows what's... Let me just read this quote from J.I. Packer, great theologian, and I just came across it this week. Revival, you know, one of these whispers, we're talking about the whispers that are going on at the moment. I've never heard the word revival mentioned, whispered so much in recent months as, uh, as it has been. Listen to this. We probably need to finish in just a moment. Revival is the visitation of God's... Sorry, Malcolm, I don't know who knows where I am in the notes, if you can find it. Oh, he's got it. (laughs) Revival is the visitation of God which brings to life Christians who have been sleeping and restores a deep sense of God's near presence and holiness. Then springs a vivid sense of sin 
a profound exercise of heart in repentance, praise and love, with an evangelistic outflow. Wow. (laughs) The visitation of God, which brings life. Just need to honour the children and honour the lunch and all those good things in just a moment. I'd love us to pray. I'd love to pray for people. Some of you saying, I still need to mean business with God. I was prayed for earlier, but I want more. I'll invite you, perhaps Chris, you come and help us with some worship, but I want you to come forward and pray. There's more, I'll, I'll pick it up again next week. I just know... I'll just say this in the form of prayer. Why, why don't you stand? One of the little stories that I've got written down here is that living on the island, when people find out where you're from, they say, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's lovely. I always hear the words nice and lovely. And it is nice and it is lovely. And uh, the lines have fallen for us in pleasant places and I thank God for his grace in that. But I'm finding myself more and more saying, God, I don't want to be nice. I don't want it to be lovely. I want it to be you. I want it to be you. I want it to be you. Lord, it, nice and lovely gets comfy. And comfy becomes a bit apathetic and passive and backward looking and please forgive me this is not judgment of anybody here but I'm just so conscious you can come to the island and people do don't they move to the island to rest on their laurels to yeah reflect on the past and live in perhaps in the good of money that's been made or resources that they've got and they come to tick over Believe the word of the Lord, and it came to us prophetically, didn't it, through the lemon tree word that we got given and other things. These are not days to tick over. These are not days just to live in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? It springs up. It's springing up. Are you not seeing it? Are you not aware of it? Be filled. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me, the Lord Jesus. I I didn't save, I didn't die that you would be comfy. I died that you might know salvation and that you might be equipped to tell others of this great salvation. You might know my power at work in you, surging in you. I believe the Lord is offering us more in these days, more than just nice. More than just lovely, he's offering us the more of his power and his presence. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? I am. But I'm even saying, Lord, make me more hungry. I'm easily satisfied. I'm quickly sated, as it were. Lord, I want to be full of you and I want to be continuously hungry for the more. Lord, that we might be the people you've called us to be, that we might be that fruitful people that we might be flooded with you. Lord, I believe there's more you want to do in us and through us in these days. I just, I want to pray for the prayer meeting. I want to pray for tomorrow night. Lord, send the fire. 
Send the fire. Dare to pray. Lord, it will be messy if fire comes. It will be messy. I remember, yes, I do remember 94. People fell off chairs. People were on the floor. People were laughing and crying. But God, I'm not looking for that. What I'm looking for is that God comes and transforms our life. That we might be on fire for him. That men and women would be saved. That we would not be afraid to pray for our friend, our colleague, our neighbor in the car park and see them healed. That we would no longer be afraid to use the name of Jesus appropriately. The Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Father. Just heard of one of our dear members this week who bravely, bravely just stepped across a a sort of a boundary line, a, a, a cultural boundary line in our day and age. Potentially putting their reputation on the line. But it was for the sake of the gospel. There was a moment when someone was about to pass into eternity and there was a moment to share the gospel. And this person courageously, bravely stepped across the boundary line of of potential reputation and so on in order to share the gospel. Oh, Father, oh, Lord, send the fire that we might no longer dwell on our reputation, that we no longer, Lord God, be, be, oh, God, in that barrier, Lord, those barriers around us, shake them off today. Just want to invite you, if you want prayer, if you'd like to be prayed for, if you know you've got to push through, please come forward.